This episode of Poetic Properties Podcast is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. I want to start this episode by wishing my uh, baby girl, Imani, um, a happy eighth birthday. Um, I love you no matter what. Uh, this week was a little less stressful than the weeks prior. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um like work was what it was per usual. Um, my body is kind of uh, overcoming a little bit better or, or healing a little bit better. So it wasn't as bad. Had some had some uh, some moments where you know my voice kind of felt weird and stuff, and my eyes kind of felt weird. So just kind of monitoring it as it goes, so that I'm not freaking out unnecessarily and or um, I'm not responding properly. You know trying not to be extra or whatever. It's just, I I didn't, I really didn't expect to be dealing with this for this long. Um, On top of that, I I didn't, I didn't expect to be dealing with it at all, let alone the recovery process. Um, I now understand how, how people, how and why people are frustrated um, even when the the main symptoms pass, because it's just a it's an annoying feeling, um, just not knowing is it completely out of your body? Uh, is it coming back? Can it can it go left and get back worse, or what have you? So when I'm doing certain things, um, it's difficult because like I I still get shortness of breath or um, a high a high heartbeat, uh, just off nothing. Um, my taste still comes and goes, uh, right now. Like I, I can't really taste, uh, sweet fully, which was weird because when I was actually fighting, like fighting COVID, uh, actively, everything was sweet. It didn't matter how much salt, it didn't matter, uh, like tortilla chips were sweet. Um, anything you can think of that should have been sour and or bitter was sweet. So my taste is still off from that. But like I said, I am a trooper and I am going to continue to fight to recover um, as best I can. Um, it It is doing something to my mental, not going to lie, because, again, it's. It's a scary thing. It really is. It's a scary and annoying thing to have this virus in you in general or any virus, but man, this, this is, it's taking way, way, way longer than, than I need it to. It's like, I still haven't been outside. I still haven't allowed people over, um, because of the fear of it. You know, one of the kids will sneeze and I'll freak out. They, I sneeze, they freak out. Like it's just too much. It's just too much. And it creates 
anxiety. It creates tension in the house. It's like creates an OCD of just wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your face, get in the shower. Like they'll be outside for two seconds and I'll be like, don't touch me, get out. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to live like that. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's making me afraid. Um, like the people on TV are, I actually felt it. Like I, I was actually on my last breath kind of, um, so I'm saying it in general, I don't want to ever feel that again. Like I'm not to the point to where I don't let the kids, um, go to school or I don't let them play outside. But as far as me, everything that I do was, is, um, what is it? Con- contactless. Like, don't touch me, don't be in the same vicinity, don't breathe, like, get away from me. And unfortunately, that's what it has to be right now because, like I've said before, um, my immune system is not the best. Like, at all. So I'm, I'm more than grateful that I survived that 30 days. I have no complaints about that because I just felt like in my heart of hearts, if I had contracted COVID, that it would be over for me. Um, and seeing that it wasn't, I, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I am. Um, it it triggered old elements inside of me and, and is making my life very difficult. But the fact that I have life is the most important thing to me. I couldn't imagine um, not being available to my kids. So, I don't know. It's just been difficult, uh, a difficult recovery. But, like I said, my journey is what it's meant to be. So... I don't want to I don't want to sit here and say I'm I'm a quit or I want to quit or be down about it. I just have to to readjust and um and figure it out for the most part. You know? Um when I'm having my dark days or whatever, you know, I go on my group chat, laugh it up or whatever I could do to keep my mind occupied and um and excuse me, and distracted from negative thoughts in regards to this COVID or anything for that matter. Um, I do my own um, review on things. Like I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not just trying to hear uh, what people have to say about it. I try to find articles that uh, have actual test results and, you know, timeframes of the test results. I try to find, you know, articles of people who are reputable on, on subjects um, on this subject so that I'm not just blindly following anything. Um, so like I said, I, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not for vaccines against vaccine for mask against mask. I just don't want COVID and I want to stay alive and whatever your choice is good or bad, keep it away from me. Cause I, I don't want it. Um, but I know it's a lot of people out there who possibly have lost family members to it, you know, and are uh, they're they're worse off than me. And just thinking about that creates so much more, you know, 
mental stress for me because I care. You know, I don't want anybody to die. I don't want anybody to to suffer unnecessarily with anything. And a lot of us, we don't have we don't have other people that's going through it and understand. We don't have anybody to speak to. We don't have anybody just to sit and listen to and stuff. So that's why I always say that the DMs are open. Um, Twitter, Poetic Properties, um, IG, Poetic Properties Podcast. Leave a comment on uh, the YouTube and just know people are there. I mean, it's not it's it's not that many people that comment on on the YouTube. Um, I do get uh, inboxes or DMs from time to time, but everybody is going through it, and that's why I say we got to keep we got to keep going as best we can. As long as we have air, we got to keep doing what what we are meant to do because there's people out there and they're looking. They may not say anything. But you never know a, a post that you make could be the thing that saved their life for the day. The thing that you say could be the thing that that put them in the right uh, frame of mind for the moment. So don't uh, don't don't be down on yourself too much. Don't think too highly of yourself that you can't get up and, and help even when you need help. Like, I'm not saying overexert yourself because we have to feed ourselves first. But what I'm saying is don't think that you are invaluable, especially if you are uh, retaining knowledge and you are learning from the mistakes that you are going through and you can honestly help someone. Help them. Help them. That's uh, again, you guys know, that's why I'm here on a podcast. I'm not here to uh, or that's why this podcast is what it is. I'm not here to talk down on you, look down on you or look at you any kind of way other than up. Because we're going to get better. As long as you're listening to this podcast, as long as you're following and looking at the, 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 the inspirational and the motivational things that I see, the more and more you see me uh, walking how I talk it. It's going to get you stronger. It's going to. Because that's just how life works. The more you feed, whatever you feed into your body is what you're going to start to live off of and what's going to start to grow outside of you. So if you're if, if you're feeding on negativity, your life is going to be that. If you're feeding on positivity, your life is going to slowly become that. So whatever whatever it is that you're feeding yourself is what's going to come out of you. So if you have the knowledge, if you have the wisdom, um, be able to share it, but be able to learn as well. Like you got to be able to 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 speak your mind from uh, a logical standpoint, not from talking points that you got from watching, you know, TV, news, videos, emails, whatever. Just kind of review what you review what you can to find as many facts as you can. And if it's something that you've gone through, um, then you're able to you will be able to speak from a, a, a better perspective. Like every like a lot of the stuff that I heard about COVID a lot of stuff that I heard about COVID and still hearing about COVID was not true for me. But also there was a lot of stuff that wasn't said about COVID that is happening to me directly from COVID. 
And that's that's it's not even just that it's that's life. That's life. So we we have to research and review to the best of our ability and stop just looking at stuff and believing what it is. Like that's why we're continuously lost and that's why um, we're not learning new lessons and we're not changing by generation because we're still going by old material. We're still uh, moving through life with uh, old maneuvers. At some point we have to stop at some like like every generation is responsible to stop something and better and, and better it. And for me, I'm trying to stop the old way of thinking, like really break it down and, 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 and what works for us in this generation. And for me, for my household, I'm not trying to, um, by any means be cultish, but I just want whoever needs it. I just want to be able to help you figure out you so that you can be better for the people around you. And it's just simple as that. Because we, we, for whatever reason, we're scared to share our experiences. We're afraid to uh, uh, share our loss, our loss, however you say it. And we can't do that because that could help someone. Like I said, you never you never know what you never know what your situation means to someone and how much it saves them or how much it helps them get through life or how much it gives them the reason to to keep going. You have no idea how many lives you have saved just by being who you are supposed to be. I don't take that lightly. I didn't realize that as I was coming up, but once you get to a a, a stable uh, a stable self awareness space, you start realizing whatever your purpose is, it don't have to be helping people. It don't have to be speaking to people. It could be art. It could be music. It could be accounting. Whatever it is, your purpose is, you got to live that to the best of your ability, so that you can. Show people through anything, consistency matters so that they'll see no matter how hard your life is, no matter what you're going through, no matter what people say about you, no matter what's been done to you, you're able to do what you're supposed to do and be who you're supposed to be. And that's just how it works. Like I'm, I'm, I'm to this point to where I'm not understanding, I'm not understanding some of the logic people live by. I'm just, and and it's not for me to understand, you know, if I don't deal with you like that, it's not for me to understand. Um, It's like we, I was at work and I work in healthcare. I told you guys that before. So of course we have to, um, we have to watch these videos and do all this stuff for compliance and um and we have to keep up you know with certain certifications yada yada whatever so anyway 
last week we had a um, we had to do a, a, a COVID compliance. And what it turned out to be, it was um, it was a 15 minute video and it was supposed to be the myth, the myth uh, data, the truths, whatever about COVID, whatever. And so it was a mandatory course, no big deal, whatever. They pay me, so I'm going to watch it. But what I, what, I, what I discovered while watching it is that they are saying the same exact things that I've seen on the news. Like, it was no secrets in there. It was no, like, it was, it was more of a, you should get vaccine, let's scare you into vaccine, you know, excuse me. Which is weird to me because science is science, fact is fact. I don't even understand why we're even here with people being persuaded or not persuaded to take the vaccine. Um, But yeah, so I'm listening to it and I'm not saying that it was bad information at all. But what I'm saying is it was repetitive. Like almost word for word what. You know what the articles you read on Twitter, the articles, you know, or I don't want to say on Twitter, but y'all know how people link stuff. But it was repetitive and it felt almost like. It felt almost like an attempt at brainwashing. Right. Like it. It it bothered me the way that the video was presented, not what was in the video, but how it was presented and. It, it looked like it was there to create fear. Like everybody can't get the vaccine. There are some people, I don't care what y'all talking about, that 5% or 18%, some of, of, of people who have the side effects, that could, be a, that could be a matter of life and death for somebody. You see what I'm saying? So... As I'm looking at it and I'm seeing them say, give this number and that number. And I'm just like, dang. Like we're all brainwashed. All of us, no matter how you, no matter which, which way in life that you go, not even on this COVID issue, but in life, it's like, like your thoughts or your, uh, your way of thinking, how you deliver your, your logic is, it's a form of brainwashing. And you got to you got to detox from that. You got to detox from that like we got to do better as a whole. We got to start like looking into things a little 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 better. Like I know I saw somebody say like, you know, People keep saying, no, I want to research. I want to research. And technically, if you are not a scientist with access to um, what access to the stuff to actually test it yourself. If you're not, you know, behind the scenes in some form of government job to where you get the actual facts. You're not researching, you're reviewing and you are giving an opinion on other people's opinion. It's sad, but that's what life is. If you don't, if you are not part of a test team, if you are not 
a government or uh, not. It don't even necessarily have to be a government. But if you are not in that realm of actually, you know, testing materials and actually, you know, doing it for a time frame. You're just giving opinions on opinions. And it's important that we don't do that. I think that's why so much uh, debates, that's why so much division in life is that you look for the you look for the opinion to fit you and then you run with it. And you don't realize that you 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 think you are giving facts, but you are not. That's why I like when it's stuff that I don't know about, I don't care if it's food, I don't care if it's a cartoon. I I'm good at not speaking. Very good at not speaking out of turn. If I don't know, I'm not gonna say, oh, well, here's my opinion on the opinion I Googled. I'm going to listen and see, oh, okay, cool. Again, I always go back to my brother, Duck, and my guy, DW. Them are the two most I research, I went through this work and that don't men I know in my life. And I laugh because it's certain things that he'll laugh about. And every time he laughs about it, I know he knows the facts of the situation, but he just, he not gonna waste his time. And my brother, my older brother is the same exact way. Like he'll know facts of a situation and he'll just, he'll, he'll bypass the ignorance. Like, all right, fam, I didn't, I didn't said it enough. When it's people like that, listen, those are the people who have facts. Those are the people who have understanding. Those are the people who are not leaning on Google.com. You see what I'm saying? It's a difference between uh, um, going through it, knowing and or being on a team of people who are going through it and knowing what the facts are so that hey, there's there's no emotion in it. You're going to get straight logic, straight facts. And again, it takes a high level of self-awareness to get to that point, to remove emotions from your life. Like I've removed emotions from my dealings. The fact of it is this. Is it right? Is it wrong? Did it disrespect me? Did it not disrespect me? And that's how I move. I don't care what, who, how. But again, the de- I had to start detoxing. I had to start really getting my mind right. I had to really start letting, letting go of things that didn't belong. I had to really start being who I was supposed to be. And with that, it, it, you have to remove everything that everybody said that you were. Everything that they said that you weren't. Like, be you. You start figuring out who you are early, right? 
a lot of times what happens is you tell someone, this is what I want to do when I grow up, or uh, this is what I want to do when I get out of school, or when I become an adult, this is this, and then they kill your dream out of fear. They plant that seed of fear in you. They plant that seed of confusion in you, not because you're incapable of being the thing you said you were, but because they are incapable of being the thing. uh, They're incapable of doing that. A lot of people don't realize they don't mean no harm, but that slight bit of that's what's up. When somebody is trying to tell you. Their passion When somebody is trying to express to you, oh, my God, I get so much joy in this. That slight thing, that's crazy. Could take that person back and be like, oh, man, I I guess that wasn't it. Again, it's not. It's balance. It comes down to, uh, like I said last week and the week before, and I'm going to continue to say it. It's about accountability. It's about self-awareness. It's about self-work. You got to know what you you got to know in your heart of hearts. If you want to be something, if you want to do something, there is nothing that nobody is going to say that's going to be able to get you off of that. Again, it's difficult because we weren't taught that if what we wanted to be when we were like when we were growing up and someone said uh, what you want to be a lot of times. Because. The elders of that time. Didn't have that opportunity. They'll discourage you from that. Oh, no, you should think about this. Make sure you have other options, yada, yada, whatever. And it's just like, no. Because why don't you tell me, is that what you want to be? All right, bet. That's where we that's where we going to go with it. We're going to do everything possible to get you to that point of what you want to be when you grow up or what you want to be right now, what you want to be in a month, six months, we're going to do everything possible. If things come along the way that you begin to enjoy, then we're going to enjoy that too. That's where we're at. That's why we are where we're at um, as adults. And we don't, we have no clue. We have no clue what we're doing. We have no clue what we want to do. I laugh. You know, I I have so many uh, friends that went to college and some of them switch majors. Like, and it's like, dang, you put in all that time. Why why would you switch? Like, uh, I figured out I didn't really want to do that. And then you start again, you start seeing and hearing other people like, yeah, I changed my major like three times. That's because you're still living off that, nah, I can't do that. You're thinking about when you 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 told your parents and you told your friends, I want to be a lawyer, and they they laughed. You think about, oh, I want to be a, I want to be a chef, and they laughed. So it's like you're you're confused, and, and now it's like I got to figure out something else because that person was right back when I really wanted to do it. I should have just switched. No, they wasn't right. That seed got planted into you that you can't. That seed got that, that seed of doubt grew 
into a tree of confusion. You got to detox. Got to get that stuff out of your head. Because the reality of, uh, of life is we have everything that we need, but nothing at all at the same time. At the same time, we have everything we need and nothing. And I say that because people just create value of things, right? Money is, is just paper. It's just paper and metal and copper. Think about that. Essentially, you are giving somebody a piece of a tree for a roof over your head, for food from the grocery store. At any given moment, whoever's responsible for telling you that piece of tree is valuable could say it's no longer valuable. You have nothing. You can be a millionaire if the value of a dollar changes. You have nothing. You could have a mansion with many rooms and many cars. If the people in charge say there is no value in mansions, there is no value in land, there is no value in cars, you have nothing. So for me, I'm starting to live like I have everything. You're not better than me because you make a million dollars a year. I'm not worse than you because I don't. You're not better than me because you have 20 cars and you can go travel the world and eat fancy because at any given moment we can be on the same playing field. Think about that. Think about that. Everything and nothing at the same time. I laugh because I see people laughing at me. I see people ignoring me. I, I, I see it. I don't address it because I have a different level of understanding, right? I'm not about to I'm not gonna argue with you of your opinion about, oh well, how you charging this for that product and uh I can get it here for this. Or why, like, why are you doing this? Like, that's expensive. Uh, like, it, it's either always too expensive or too cheap. And, and, and I said this, like, way at the beginning when I first started doing the pod, right? I had to detox my mind from outside value, right? I don't care if you can get the same thing that I'm, that I'm trying to sell for cheaper, they priced it at what they feel the value was. You don't know how how long it took me to to put this together. I don't care how simple it looks to you. You don't know how many times that the foul was wrong. You don't know how many times the foul was too big, too small. Like the adjustments, the, it don't look the same. Something ain't matching colors off. You don't know how many times I had to go call a vendor because uh, the color is off or or the material is bad and stuff like that. It, it's it's valued at the work that I put in for it. But I had to clear my mind. And I had to be okay with that. I had to be okay with people not supporting because it's too expensive. I had to be okay with people not supporting because it looks cheap. 
had to be like it. You're never going to please. Nobody's ever going to be pleased. Word to my guy, Mac. Never. Nobody is ever satisfied. Ever. Ever. I, I remember when he first said that to me, we was teenagers. And it makes so much sense now. But again, it comes with self-awareness. It comes with detoxing your mind so that you can be able to think for yourself and feel what you're supposed to feel and do what you're supposed to do without anybody blocking you. I don't care. Like your opinion is what it is for every for every two for every two, three people who say, oh, it's too, too high. Oh, it's too why it's too low. It must be cheap. Let me tell you something for every entrepreneur that's doing apparel, every entrepreneur that's doing uh, uh, have a vendor for vinyl CDs. uh, I mean, vinyl records for your 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 audio art. All of this material is the same. Every last stitch of hoodie T-shirt is the same. Every ounce of vinyl is the same. Every cover is the same. If the books that I print from Amazon, it's, on this t- it's all the same material. You have to add the value to it. You have to make the work. So if someone is telling you, oh, you need to change your prices. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't sell that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't write that. I wouldn't sing that. I wouldn't speak that. They don't understand your value. And as long as you do, as long as your mind is clear, you'll be okay with that. So when they laugh, I laugh. Because they have no they have no idea that while they're laughing and telling me, you know, this is this is too expensive or I can get it here or I can get it there. There's people that are waiting for me to drop new items. There are people that are waiting for me to drop a new podcast. There are people who are waiting for me to drop new poetry. So I can't I don't have time to focus on what you're telling me I can't do and shouldn't do. And 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 listen to you tell me how you're not going to support me because you're wasting my time. I'm giving time to you unnecessarily by even reading what you are saying or listening to what you are saying. You are giving me an opinion on an opinion of things that you've seen on Twitter and the things that you so-called price and things that you based on that you base on major corporations. I'm a small company. It's just me. I do everything. I could care less what you like or don't like. Once I put it out, it's either going to get purchased or it's not. And I'm going to create something new within that next hour. Because I am aware that I have everything and nothing at the same time. When I first started almost two years ago, did it bother me that I wasn't getting likes and retweets? Yeah, I didn't. I'm new. Now, I, fam, I know you see it. And you know what's crazy? I know you see it because there's there's apps and in, in, in things and features inside of these social media apps that'll tell me. 500 of y'all seen it. As long as it touched your eyes to, to create an opinion, it's in your head now. 
I don't care what that opinion is. Either that opinion is going to make me money or it's going to get you blocked, period. Because I'm not, I, I don't argue with people. I, I'm not arguing with anybody. I'm at, a, I'm at a place of understanding where you can tell me you don't like it and you can tell me you feel this or feel that as long as you don't, as long as you don't attack me as a human being, if I've never done anything to you, I'm, all right, whatever. I was just laughing with my group chat yesterday. I said, I know you motherfuckers don't like something that I post. I know it because I like I, I'm observant. I know my people. I posted some, I think it was, it was some green, it was green Jaguar, green cheetah pumps, some women's shoes. And it was, it's, it's one of those things I was talking about that I have to go outside of my creative box, right? Man, they hated it. Super trash. <laughs> like, and I know it, but again, I didn't make it at, like, I'm trying to step out of my box and doing that. You're going to get some hits and you're going to get some misses, but I don't care. I like them. I like them. But if my, if, if my own people are like, yo, that's trash. And I'm, and these are people that I dang near. Well, I don't even say dang near. I literally talk to these people every day and I'm able to be like, all right, and make something else. You think I'm, do you think that I'm going to be affected by someone that I, I have? I don't, I don't have a clue who you are. I'm not cocky and arrogant. And at least I want whoever is supposed to be a part of the peacefully flawed movement, a part of it. I want everybody who is supposed to be a part of complex, the poet to be a part of it. People who are supposed to be a part of this podcast. I, I want you to be a part of it. I want you to get something, learn something, feel something. If you are not supposed to be here, you're not going to be here. The laughs will eventually turn into intrigue and intrigue will eventually turn into support. Trust me, I've been there. I've been there to where I just didn't understand the artist. I've been there to where I just didn't understand a, a person. But because they were consistent in doing what they what they were doing, I'm like, mm, I'm missing something. Let me look into that. And once I start doing deep dives and looking at this person's journey, looking at this person's message, yada, yada, whatever, then I became a supporter. Them laughs turned into support. So that's why I don't trip. We're going to laugh together. Yes, them pumps was ugly. But guess what? I didn't sold about 10, 11 pair of shoes now <laughs> that I designed. So I'll take that one dish of trash and move on to the next thing. I had to detox my mind. I had to start looking at life from a perspective that I learned myself and not from what I've seen people behave like. Because I'm not going to lie, even as an adult, you start behaving like people that you follow. And what I mean by that, being a small business, you follow other small businesses, right? And you see them having their complaints about prices like in the open. Quit telling me about my prices. I've seen many of TikToks, many of Reels, many of Twitter posts of my prices, what it is, yada, yada, whatever. So, of course, I'm like, bet. 
like it's not offensive, yada yada, whatever. But then I, for me, I'm like, mm, that's the big complaining for me because if you know me, you know I'm taking it to the max. I'm not gonna simply be like, oh, my prices are what they are. Like I'm gonna like, fam. I might lose customers if I really start talking about people who ask me for discounts and or um, for me to change the prices. I'm not changing my prices and I'm not giving you a discount if you don't support. What do I look like? Like you don't go into a restaurant and be like, well, I never tasted your food. Let me get it for half off. You don't go into supply stores like, I don't know how this tool is going to work. Let me get it for half off. You get it at full and you support and you work with it and you build from it. I have two people that never asked me for a discount. Never, but supported my business from jump. No questions, no, yo, what material is this? Uh, that's a $2 shirt. Why are you charging $25? That's a uh, $30 hoodie. Why are you charging $40? Fam, are you dropping it or not? Like, don't, like... I don't care. I'm not here to, to, to scramble anything. I'm not here to start anything. I'm here to support. I have people who listen to this podcast. Hey, it's late. Where it's at. I have people now who actually really enjoy my poetry. Yo, when you dropping something new. But it took consistency. It took people to understand who I was. It took people to, to understand my journey. I brought up those two people because that helped me that that helped me maneuver through people harassing me for discounts. I like it but it's it's too much. And I've gone I like literally I've gone out of my way to make it 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 easier. I got like three or four uh, options that you could you could get your stuff, pay me in installments. I got Lilway. I got I have all these different things, and I have these two supporters that no matter what, they don't ask me for a discount. So what did I do? Because they support me from jump, no questions asked. No questions asked. They forever have discount with me. I don't care. I don't care if the discount puts me um, in the red for their items. I don't care. Because when I made my, but when I made my, before I even made, and, and let me stop saying it to people like, 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 I'm not going to keep it a buck. Before my business even was my business and I was just talking about it, my girl Tati was like, just let me know. Just let me know. From jump, anytime I made a post about it, she retweeted. She share it. She like it. 
business opened up, she got stuff. Be patient with be be patient with me because they call me Hughes. Be patient with me, Hughes. I'm gonna grab something when I get the money. All right, cool. I'm. It's my first business. I met my guy DW. Hey, you you got a wait? You got a business for real? Nonstop, nonstop. So for them, because they supported me and they support me consistently without ever questioning anything. They will forever have a discount with me. Because not only did that make me feel good as a person that, all right, cool, somebody see me working my ass off and grinding and they're going to support me. But it made me understand that I have to set the value of what I feel and the people who value me the same or understand my value. They're going to be right there willing to to reciprocate. And that's what it is. But it took me to detox. It took me to understand I have everything and nothing at the same time. I understand life different. I understand time different. I understand currency different. My currency is time. So if I'm if 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 I'm doing something or something's on the site or it seems high. It's because I put in time and my time is valuable to me. It took me to to go through losing my daughter, to go through this COVID and almost lose my life, to to see my family members pass away. Like time is so valuable to me. Time has more value to to me than those pieces of trees that we live life with. We're so busy on this this body detox, right? We're so busy. We're so busy trying to get six packs and make sure our thighs is right, make sure our butts are right, and make sure we got pecs and our arms look good and stuff like that. Like every time I see people that are um, working to get in shape or already in shape, my mind immediately says. I wonder if they're working on their mental as hard as their physical. The same way you detox your body, the same way you go through these cleanses to make sure your body is as pure as it can be as you're going through your lifestyle change to lose weight, to gain weight, to get muscle, to tone up, whatever. Are you giving that to your mind? That always comes to me mentally. Be, uh, and, and it's because for me, I'm the opposite. When it comes to physically working out, it becomes difficult for me. Um, I'm used to being in a I'm used to being in a coached setting. And and for 20 something years. I had aggressive coaching, so I was able to to stay in shape. Uh, I'll be tired, but I'll be able to fight through it. I'm 20 years removed from that. What is this? We're 20. Yeah, I'm, I'm 21. I'm, I'm 21 years removed from that. So as I'm trying to do it myself, that's that's not 
my that's not my area. I'm a person who needs a trainer, um, not only for the the correct workouts, but for the mental push. Because again, that's 20 years of of aggressive coaching. So anytime I'm in that that atmosphere of working out or sports, my mind clicks like, where's the coach at? Not because I don't know it, but because I don't know it as well as a coach would, a person who studies that. So I always think about that. Are you working on both equally? Because it's necessary. I can't be out of shape and sloppy looking and bad mentally. You can't be in shape with a weak mind. I don't care how fine you are. I don't care how ripped you are. I don't care how stacked you are. If your mind is not equally in shape, what are you doing it for? That thought always comes to my mind. I wonder if they're working on their 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 mental because they be it'd it be some really handsome guys and they'd be some really fine girls, really just just built really well. Built really well. And I just think like I like not even think I just I send vibes like, yo, I hope you're working on your mind. Like I don't post it on their stuff, but mentally like on some Jedi type stuff. I'm like, man, I hope you're working on your mind. Because if you could if you could master both. If you, oh my God, like when I'm able to master the, the, the physical, I'm a, ooh, you think I'm, um, I believe highly of myself now and I'm not, and, and I'm not even saying physical as, and I need a six pack or stuff like that. I, I live in a space to where if I am comfortable in my body, like if, like meaning, like I'm not having no knee problems, back problems, yada, yada, whatever. If I'm comfortable, I'm able to be confident. I'm not a, I'm not a, I need a six pack to be somebody type of person. Would it be nice at my age? Yeah, but I'm fine as is, period. Handsome than a motherfucker. I'm working on my mental though. I know, I know visually it's like, man, dang. I laugh because Society is the way that it is. And if you look at me, it's like, nah, he don't got a six pack. He don't got this. And so you'll pass me up. I've been in so many situations, like even with the kids, I've been in so many situations to where somebody will be trying to holler or I'll be um, just speaking, not even trying to, I don't even know how to flirt, to be honest. So whatever. But so many people are like, dang, you cute, but the kids, <laughs> because I have a lot of kids, but the thing is, is that my kids are with me. Well, mine is my oldest daughter, but my sons are, my sons are with me, have been with me for years, right? I'm very self-sufficient, very, you know, much, very much a good single parent um, when needed to be, you feel me? So that that uh how can I say it? That way of thinking won't even let you know that I'm very intelligent, that I'm very loving, that I'll protect, you know, I'll protect to no end, I'll provide properly to no end. 
But you don't know that because you you see the body, you don't you don't get to the mind. So that's why I wonder, like, man, I wonder if if they understanding the necessity to to read as much as they're working out. Uh, I wonder if they understand that, you know, that outer bravado that you have, make sure you have that mentally. That appearance of, of because, again, society says if you have a six pack, if you think blah, 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 you fine. You gotta, it don't matter. It could be the, your face could be the ugliest thing on planet Earth. But if you have muscles, you got good thighs, you got a big booty, you got big titties, you fine. That's how society works. It's simple as that. But I wonder if you're working on your mind, though. I wonder if you are are detoxing uh, from those thoughts that keep you trapped. I wonder if you're letting go of that trauma that have you in places that you don't supposed to be in. I wonder how free you really are. I wonder if you even working out for yourself. I wonder if I, I, I just wonder those things, but I don't you know, I'm not here to put a damper on anybody's. Uh, uh, glow up. I'm not here to to harsh anybody's mellow. Do you? Because I love to see it. I love to see like the women's transformation. I love to see when when the guys hit their their goals in the uh, in the weight room and stuff like that. It's amazing to see. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you. It's a part that. It's a part of me that aspires to be able to to do that, right? To be able to get in there and feel comfortable with, you know, or uh, uh, again, not necessarily because I'm not a I'm not an outwardly. How can I put it? I don't want unwanted attention, right? And I feel like people who are who are six pack pack good arms and the women who got you know big breasts uh a uh, big booty nice thighs whatever i think that they go through life a little bit like i i think their 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 day to day is a little bit more difficult than um mid sized people because like bbws and super in shape people i know they have it hard I know they have it hard, both male and female, because that it, that's where the attraction is. There's like the mid, the mid size. Nah, everybody want either the 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 G wagon, which is the BBWs, or the Ferraris, which is the N shape people. Ain't nobody trying to deal with the minivans. So, in order for us to be able to deal with like get your mind right that trauma that's holding you that that's holding you down that's trauma that that happened 20 30 40 years ago i'm not saying forget it but stop letting it hold you back you are important you are important i'm not like therapy don't cure everything it don't but try it. And if that don't work, do do this. Because I, I give it up on here. And it helps me a lot. It helps me, one, it keeps me in check from being disrespectful to anyone. I'm allowed to, you know, and I don't say I'm allowed, but I say what I want to say. But 
I remove the emotions from it. So it's not like I'm ranting or raving or whatever. It took me to detox. It took me to understand, you know, my mind is very important and I have to put every ounce of energy that I that I can into that. To make it better. I have to. Like, I don't want to end up old and alone and and mad and get off my lawn because of trauma that happened when I was a kid. I don't want to to break a relationship because of the the broken relationships that I witnessed and that I've been a part of. So I want to let all of that go. I don't want to think about asthma attacks and and pericarditis and being in the hospital and having to go to this many doctor's appointments and blood tests. I don't want to I don't want to live my life with that trauma. Yeah, I went through it. Yeah, it's important that you remember those things for uh, for instances that so that you don't get into situations that you could avoid. But as far as holding on to it, letting it affect you to the point to where you can't live your life, let that go. Let it go. Stop hiding it. I tell my people all the time, feel what you're supposed to feel. If you're supposed to cry, cry. Cry. My youngest daughter, it will be two or should have been two. This Christmas Eve, I cry all the time. Doesn't matter the circumstances of how she was conceived. Doesn't matter the circumstances of the relationship that was or was not good. And none of that matters. It matters that my daughter would be two on Christmas Eve. I cry every day. There's a moment out of my day that no matter what, I get my eyes well up, whether it's one tear, two, it every single day. I allow myself to feel I'm not I'm not letting the trauma like when, when, when you don't cry and you don't release, you are you are actively allowing trauma to ruin your life. If I feel like I'm gonna cry, I'll cry right now. Over whatever. If I feel like I need to yell, I'm a, I, right now over whatever. I'm not letting trauma. I don't care what I went through. I don't care what you went through. I'm not letting it hold me from being who I'm supposed to be. Does it hurt? Hell yeah. Does thinking about certain things hurt? Of course. But I got to free my mind. I got to free my mind and allow myself to cry, allow myself to hurt, allow myself to be in the moments and and just be. That's how I detox. That's how I detox. If I feel whatever emotion that I feel about anything, I allow myself to feel it. Anger, happiness, peace, chaos, love, hate. I allow myself to feel it. Because I want to go to sleep. I already have a hard time sleeping as it is. I want to sleep well. I want to wake up and, and fight the things that I'm supposed to fight. 
mental mental health issues is hell because you can't control it. You can't you can't control the emotions of depression. You can't control when or when you will or will not have anxiety attack. You cannot affect your bipolar. You don't know when you're going to be in a bipolar moment. You don't know. Because I have to deal with depression and anxiety and not knowing how I'm going to affect. I can't I can't let the other stuff keep me in the space. Because I'm I'm fighting daily. I'm fighting to be in a better mood daily. I'm fighting to, to, to feel better, like by the moment. I can't be worried about what happened in 83. I was only one. I'm just using that as an example. It's important, y'all. It's important that we are releasing this stuff. Feel how you're supposed to feel and don't let no one tell you get over it. You shouldn't feel that. Yes, you should feel that. They're just they're just traumatized themselves and they're not willing to to live it. They're not willing to express it. It's a lot of people, a lot of elders living with secrets that they're going to take to the grave and it's they're miserable for it. I'm definitely not saying go run your business to the world or whatever. But what I'm saying is stop letting it hold you captive. You are moving further and further away from your purpose. The longer you allow your trauma, your past trauma to hold you in that space. Stop being afraid. This podcast came for me not being afraid. Every time I get in front of this camera, I'm nervous. Every time I start talking, I'm I'm nervous because I'm giving up pieces of me. These are these are real life pieces and and trials and tribulations that I went through. But I love y'all and I don't even know half of y'all. I've detoxed. Not everything. I'm still there's still things that I have to 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 get out of my mind and uh, uh, and have the proper emotional response to it that it, it just hasn't hit yet. It just hasn't hit. But I'm no longer allowing any of my past traumas to hold me captive. Y'all know I'm big on isolation. That That's another reason why, because I got to feel what I feel. I can't keep allowing you if you are the if you are the trauma and you are a trigger to the trauma, I can't keep being around you. I don't care what it makes me look like or what it makes you feel. You can't tell me that you don't like if, if, if you can't tell me how I feel about you. I'm sorry. And I think that's a lot of us not like like that's why we are still around people who have hurt us. That's why we still speak to people who have hurt us, because they're clouding our minds trying to make us feel bad because that's not how they meant it. Because, oh, you don't understand what I was going through. No, 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 no. Get away from me. I got to learn myself. Because you're making me remember what you did every time I see you, every time I talk to you, every time you try to tell me you're making me remember the trauma. So if you are the trauma and or around people 
that that are triggers to the trauma, you never you're you're gonna be there all the time and you're not supposed to be there. If you're out here and you are uh, are detoxing your body, I want you to be I want you to equally detox your mind. I want you to have peace. I want you to have love. I want you to have your own chaos that you learn from. Stop taking everybody else's drama. Stop taking everybody's trauma. Stop being there for everybody when you don't know how to feel what you're supposed to feel. Once you learn how to do that, then you can start helping people. Then you can start like being a better person for you, whatever that is to you. I'm not saying helping people uh, makes you a better or worse person. That's for me. For me, this is my purpose. So I'm going to get on this podcast when my feelings are hurt. I'm going to get on this podcast when I'm happy. I'm going to get on it when I'm confused, when I'm sick. I'm going to get on it because you guys need to see how to continue to move in real time. No matter what, I'm detoxing my mind. I'm not letting the trauma hold me captive. I'm just not. It's not conducive to my mental state. It's not conducive to my physical health. All I know, all I know is my journey is what it's meant to be. And I got to keep pressing and I got to keep moving. I got to keep going. And no matter the darkness, I have to get to the light. Simple as that. What's going on, guys? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Wanted to let you know, go over to www.peacefullyflawed.com for podcast merch. Also, you can get Peacefully Flawed apparel and uh, Peacefully Flawed shoe exchange. We just uploaded some sunglasses there for Peaceful Visions. Go ahead and check it out. Again, a website, www.peacefullyflawed.com. Also, remember, November 13th, 2021 is my birthday and business shower. And there are four ways that you can support. Uh, one, you can donate to the cash app that, you know, whatever is sent is going straight to the business. You can actually purchase something from the website. Again, www.peacefullyflawed.com. Um, you can also get something off my business registry, which I will leave a link to that under this video. Or you can simply just wish me a happy birthday and send me some good vibes. Just know that no matter the darkness, we got to get to the light. And I love you all. Peace.